everybody. Welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Wednesday, November 22nd, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back, everybody. Happy, happy, happy hump day. Hope you had a good week so far. Hope you're excited for Thanksgiving. Have a great time tonight talking about some new news about movies and television and all that because that's what we do here on Cruise Control. It's going to be an awesome night. I love that it's hump day. I love that it's hump day. And it wouldn't be hump day if Mike Casey wasn't back here. That's a little stab at Sean. But welcome back to Cruise Control, Mike. How you doing tonight? You know Sean will be back here when he's when he's not so busy with his uh, his demanding comic book schedule. I don't I don't know what he does with he's not here talking to us <laughs> on cruise control he's doing something right now i don't know he said he's got you know some big things going i'm solid what is, what is he I, saying? I, I still never remember what he says uh you know it wouldn't be you know it's hump, not wednesday, wednesday unless we're here on unless sean control. was here on cruise control or something uh, like hi, that hi brian, hi, brian. Thanks, for, thanks for having me on man i'm uh i'm excited up, i like uh the holiday oh hi queen um <laughs> Queen is you know, in the house. Queen's in the house. Yeah. I, you know, you know, Queen, th I know these guys always hassle you. They would love to have you on, but I'm not going to pressure you like that. We love no to have you here in any capacity that you love to be here. You're a, you're a lovely yeah. presence. We love to have you here. So that's, that's my very first Thanksgiving thankfulness is for you, Queen. Yeah, we appreciate you being here. We do. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome to have you here. You heard him right there, everybody. Welcome back, everybody, to the show, Mr. G.R. Waters. How you doing, G.R.? How you doing, man? Happy Humpday. Good, Brian. Good to be here. You know that. Yeah. Except for yeah, Mike, I, you know. From the chat to the face, Mr. Waters, how you doing? Everything has been good so far? How's life? I can't. Well, I could complain, but nobody give a damn, so why do it? <laughs> Dillagaff, right? You got it, baby. got to have the Dillagaff. <laughs> and also joining us here on Cruise Control for the very first time. Been trying to get him on for a while, everybody. You're going to love him. You're going to love him so much. Actor, writer, creator, and of course, fantastic director, Mr. Warren Shepard. Welcome back to Cruise Control, Warren. Or welcome for the first time, I should say. How you doing? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> How is it, Cruise Control, baby? You damn right about it. And the only way to cruise, baby, is cruise sunset. You press that button and it's all downhill from there. <laughs> it's it's going to be a great show. I, uh, how was life? Tell everybody about yourself a little bit, Warren. We haven't had you on the show well, before. So. Uh, well, I'm a writer, producer, director of, of many things. I'm still on the come up and... Uh, and I'm a lover of film, so, you know, any topic you got on movies is my favorite. And uh, um, I, uh, it's Thanksgiving, so it's time to uh, uh, give thanks, which we should give thanks all the time. Uh, I like yeah, to laugh. Right. Uh, I like, uh, you know, I don't know, taking a bath in champagne. You know, watch some freaky Twitter. You know, that's a great night, great the date the night. simple things, right, Warren? Yeah, Warren. Right there. And, and, and chill with my Spidey mug. We, we, we can't do anything without my Spidey mug in, 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 in tow because Spidey understands and he knows it's a web of a time. <laughs> Especially on a hump day edition. He loves the hump day edition, I imagine. He loves the hump day edition. Yeah, tell that to MJ. It seems he likes the hump day edition. <laughs> Somebody else that loves Hump Day, though, everybody, is the mascot and the man himself, Peppy, or should I say the pup himself, Peppy, man. What's going on, Peps? How you been? What's happening, huh? Thank you, Brian. Happy to be back on Cruise Control. We are going to have a great show today because Pep Star is on. How y'all doing today? Can I get it? Ah, you know, I'm just trying to stretch out. <laughs> 
Thanks, Peppy. Yeah, thanks, Peppy. I saw Richard Tracy back too. What's up? That's What's good. up, Richard Tracy? Welcome back. Eventually, we'll get down to being closer. I'll call you Dick Tracy, but you're Richard Tracy in my book from now on. <laughs> but yeah, everybody. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you as always. It's going to be a great night. Of course, it's Wednesday, and there's lots of stuff happening before the holiday weekend. And of course, it wouldn't be a day on cruise control unless there was some breaking news. The very first thing I want to talk about quick is I want to talk about Paramount Plus for one second because Paramount Plus is having a special Black Friday sale. We said the same thing about, was it HBO before Max? But now if you have Paramount Plus or if you have right now, you don't really qualify for this. But if you don't have it, if you had it before in the past, you can get Paramount Plus for $1.99 a month for three months. And if you want the Showtime adaptation or the you know integration, you get that for three bucks a month for three months. And then after that, it's back to its normal price. But it's a way of getting them to actually try out Paramount Plus Come in there, have a good time. Actually, it's $3.99 a month. And then if you haven't had it, there's a lot of good programming on there. Maybe you want to check out Paramount Plus. Do it, do it, do it. And their competitor, Disney Plus, is canceling stuff. Of course they're canceling stuff. But Muppet Mayhem is canceled. Now, if you haven't heard about this, it's about the Electric Mayhem Band, and it's actually done by the creator of the Goldbergs. That's right. Adam F. Goldberg actually made this production. They did 10 episodes, one season. Went down in May, it came out, and they were expecting to do more. And, of course, it's canceled. This is what we're going to be seeing more and more and more. Again, the Muppets, I love the Muppets, but they never get an opportunity to go for that long it seems like even that one that was an nbc where they're like on the 405 and kermit's like i hate the 405 like that shit didn't last a long time and this didn't either hopefully they find something to work because the muppets are fucking awesome but something else that i love so much was miracle workers and that's going away too that's being canceled i mean everything's getting canceled at tbs is like we've done four seasons and we're done of course this had steve buscemi in it it had daniel radcliffe in it and their four seasons were all different the first season wasn't god buscemi was god well i should say it was heaven buscemi was god daniel radcliffe was an angel and he was trying to save the world then you wow. had the whole dark ages season which was awesome too and a then you were I think, a lot going on i've never heard of this show dude it's an awesome show and buscemi was like a shit shoveler in that in that season and, and then the third season was oregon trail and they did that about going on the oregon trail people are getting like you know typhoid whatever the hell they're getting you know and their their oxes are dying and shit like that and they continue forward <laughs> the last season what's that up Lexi? Familiar. that sounds like eighth, <laughs> right? grade, eighth grade like before school river you know like that <laughs> it, it was that it was one they play off of this last season just debuted in august and three months later they're saying we're done and the third season is called end times and it's kind of like a mad maxing as you can see from here but it's the same actors every season very much like american horror story but they're playing different parts and different storylines and it was always fresh i loved it. it was a good tbs program and it's their last half hour comedy and it's done no more half hour comedies for tbs so it's like the end of an era you know end of an era but i loved it I wish you, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I wish it wasn't ending, and I can't wait to watch the new season. I need to check it out. And if you're a fan of Spartacus, you're getting more, though, because a prequel series is coming for Spartacus. Now, this is Stars, and they're putting a production, and it's bringing back Nick Tambay, who was the uh, was one of the leads from the past. He played Asher, and they're bringing him back. Now, if you're wondering, how the fuck are they bringing him back? Because didn't he die? Well, this, this picture world where he didn't die, all right? He didn't die, everybody. He did not die on that mountain, and he comes back, and he's getting vengeance. on Spart It's all tied into Spartacus vengeance. He's getting vengeance. He's getting a gladiator school and he's putting an end to the slave rebellion and he's trying to kill spartacus now they've had so many spartacus they've had spartacus blood and sand in 2010 spartacus gods of the arena in 2011 they had spartacus vengeance in 2012 and spartacus war of the damned which took place in 2013 so if you're a fan of spartacus you're getting one more pretty cool series shut up siri but you know what it doesn't matter because if you're a fan of this you're getting more if you hate it whatever i feel like this is probably going to be one of those things that 
If you're a fan of this show, you'll watch it. If you're not, you probably just let this pass because I never saw this, but maybe I hear it's good. I hear it's good. I just think that something that is damn though, you know, you're talking about damn shows is Scream because the Scream stuff coming out right now is insane. I mean, Jenna Ortega right now, she's stepping away. She says she's not going to do the next one, Scream 7, and she's been one of the big leads in this whole reboot. But what happened actually was she's going to be shooting Wednesday because of all the strikes. She's going to be in Ireland shooting Wednesday, so she can't go and actually shoot this at the same time. Of course, you can't be in two places at the same time and so she is stepping down and stepping away from the Scream franchise but this is not the only drama happening with this production ladies and gentlemen it is not because on top of that Melissa Barra who played her sister on the program was fired because of her comments about the Palestine and, and, and the Israel situation going on now she made some comments and the studio fired her the director said I don't want to talk about this I didn't want her fired but that's what happens sometimes when you're an actor and you let politics get involved with your career people don't want to hear it sometimes and you get fired it's part of the job unfortunately and she's gone and there were sisters both sisters are being gone so i feel like this project is probably damned as much as hall and oates is damned and you know that's one of those things that i'm shocked about too but apparently hall and oaks are filing legal battle against each other and the whole thing's going down there no. they don't want to tell you what's they don't want to tell you what's happening they don't want to tell you one they don't want to tell you but apparently daryl hall came forward and he has a restraining order against his music partner john Hotes oates and he's like not telling why they, they, they're closing all the cases in the court but he filed a restraining order and he's like yeah he's like my brother but i don't get along with him when it comes down to actual business and they've worked for a long time i mean a whole notes came together in 1967 they formed this band they did 18 studio albums which is insane and there's even a there's even a phone number you can call if you want random Hall and Oates songs you're feeling upset Sabrina has a number I'll have to get that and put in the chat later I need, I need that phone number Brian <laughs> you call the number and it has put a phone please, please Hall and Oates put that in the, in, the, in the comments <laughs> underneath the video when you publish this I need to but TMZ came forward and said that you know that they're having a creative difference and something went down there's no one really knows what the hell happened because they are closing the case and you think that they're like a package deal Hall and Oates are, uh, are feuding yeah they're feuding they're apparently done R Richard Tracy they, I, they don't want to talk to each other a restraining order which is fucking nuts but you know what after all that time you know it's it's almost like like like, like family rivalries you know at that point it's so entertainment, Brian. <laughs> it's entertainment gr i hope they come back though but then again this might be it for hall and oats but it's not it for cape fear because we're getting a reboot of cape fear and there's a beating war going on this because it's the very first production that spielberg and martin scorsese are doing a tv series together and so they're working on this adaptation using the book and the movie combining it changing it slightly and they're hoping to sell it right now to the highest bidder now apple tv plus is bidding for this peacock is bidding for this hbo max is bidding for this everybody wants cape fear i mean it's a big franchise and you got some big heavy hitters as executive producers behind this whole thing they're changing it slightly but it's still about a, it's about a pair of married attorneys now and i know the de niro one was just de niro was the attorney but now it's about a family a pair about wife and a husband that actually have an infamous killer that they put away he gets out and now they have to fear for their lives as he's trying to come after them so cape fear where will it go? I bet Apple TV Plus because Scorsese has a program or has a whole deal with them, so I could see that happening. Isn't the third adaptation? This uh, isn't this the third? It is the third adaptation. It is That's Queen. Correct. It's the yeah. third. So if you're a fan of this, though, you're getting one more. I don't. I, I think we shouldn't be doing this again. But again, it's some heavy hitters doing <laughs> well, it. So Sabrina, maybe Sabrina's not here, so you have to say that, Brian. I mean, someone's got to say it. Someone's <laughs> got to say that, you know. But you know what? This almost sounds like a Black Mirror episode, if you ask me. But Black Mirror is coming back for a seventh season, nice everybody. Segue. If you're a fan.
fan of this show. It's, I love it. Even the last season, I think, was too short, if you ask me. It was like five episodes. But and had great actors and great actors. I mean, you had some Hayek in it, you had Anna Murphy, you had Aaron Paul, you had Josh Hartnett. You had a huge cast. And they had some great episodes. And it was a huge gap between seasons five and six. We're talking about like, it was like five years, something like that, Mike. Uh, it was something crazy. Massive, it, massive. Yeah, it was massive. So it's a long break in between them. And it was initially picked up in 2016. Of course, this was a UK program, did very well over there. And then it got picked up, amped up the budget, and we got Black Mirror as a standalone series on Netflix, which is unfucking awesome. You know, and that's you know that's how it happens sometimes. It comes to the right network, and it just thrives. It just thrives. Now, I wish He-Man Masters of the Universe would have thrived, but it didn't as a movie. But maybe the next one will. Maybe the next one will because they're doing it one more time. And that's Mike and I talked about this a long time ago, back in like it was like June or May. They announced this on Netflix. We yeah, did. Netflix. But then Netflix said, oh, we don't want to do this anymore, and they hit the shelf. And now, apparently, Amazon is bidding for it, and they might pick it up, bring back everybody that was supposed to do it on the Netflix version. We're talking about the creators themselves, Adam and Aaron Nee, who did The Lost City. They're going to be writer-directors on this program. And also, Kyle Allen, who's signed on to be He-Man, and apparently he's still attached, attached to this, too. So they want to bring it in, keep the same people, keep the same storyline. Of course, talk about He-Man versus Skeletor coming out. I mean, the 80s version only made, like, $17.3 million. So hopefully this one... Mm. Horrible, but I still love it. A lot of breaking news. I still love it. I still is it, love is it. it. Don't, no, is it that, no, that's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Come on, Warren. <laughs> oh my oh, God! You know what? Power. Let me tell you something. When He Man <laughs> raised that little switchblade that he had, and he put it up his butter knife up into the thunder and turned from a blonde-haired blonde to uh, to to the mighty Thor. Nah, you couldn't. That movie was horrible. And then you should have saw with Skeletor. Skeletor looked like somebody poured glue in his face and it filled it in. It was horrible. I was like, what can you do with this, He-Man? He didn't even give me his, his, Skeletor, his Skeletor voice, man. Uh-uh, it was horrible. Don't do it. Leave He-Man alone. But what was Frank uh, Langella? Is that how you say his last name? Uh, yeah, he was Skeletor, which is a wow. fucking awesome actor playing Skeletor, wow, you know? Back in the day. Way he back was in the Skeletor? Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was horrible. <laughs> Courtney I should, they, should made Skeletor, they should have made Skeletor black. I'd have been like, He-Man, <laughs> what are we having for breakfast? <laughs> That's how they make it a comedy. I would have loved to play Skeletor. Incredible. As Lexi said, like, yes, they have the He-Man series though. on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but before, Lexi, the, the He-Man series on Netflix was animated. This is live action. They're doing another full-out movie. Uh, They've been trying to do it for years. I think Sony was trying to do it for a long time. John Woo was Paramount. trying to do it. Everybody's been trying to make it. Is that, is that just, true? Just, yeah. There was, a, there was a John Woo version of uh, of. No, he was, he, was supposed to, he was supposed to direct it. He was supposed to do it. That's. I would love to have seen that. That would wow. be fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they, or, uh, oh yeah, the, the He Man. They change everything in that He Man movie, Queen. Everything Will they were Dor. trying to be. I mean, honestly, you're barely. I know they were cheap at the budget and shit like that, but I think Dolph Lundgren still was a good look in He Man. I'm just saying. I'm just oh saying, God, you, you, you guys have you guys have way more uh, space in your memory for He Man adaptations than I can that I can manage to. Uh, Dude, here was a horrible. That was the worst He Man I ever seen in my life. That He Man looked like he was a drag queen. No offense. <laughs> he was. I, 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 I'm, I'm just saying, I, I thought he was great. And Courtney Cox, killing it. I'm just saying, I don't know, for a cheesy 80s movie. Wait, wait, we're talking about He-Man, and GR is kind of sporting that He-Man hairstyle. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, he is. GR, GR, can you tell me, can you say it for me one time? I have the power. Come on, give me one. I have the power. No, wait a minute. Oh, that's not... 
That sounds like he man smoking weed. You got to give me a little bit more excitement than that. And the power, man. <laughs> I have the power. Yeah. No, wait a minute. That sounds like an orgasm, he man. Wait a minute. Hold on. It was, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. What would Cringer think about that? Oh, no. <laughs> should probably be a great movie. <laughs> they should let me make He Man. <laughs> I think so. Why don't we do He Man? Come on, come on. I say we do it. I say we do. Gr, you'll be cringer. <laughs> Gr, and, 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 and then when I electrocute you with my butter knife, then you're supposed to get mean, like, "Hey, move my car." And I'm like, "What is you doing?" He's, he's, he's battle cat. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm supposed to. And I'm supposed to talk with an echo because that's what makes me hardcore. I'll become He-Man. Like, <laughs> ah, 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 what are you doing, doing, doing? Maybe this show's going to be four He-Man. hours long, Brian. You better Before. just fucking deal with it right now. Okay, I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. But, Mike, maybe you could be He-Man before he transforms. You know, he starts, you know, and we get, like, somebody, I don't know, somebody like The Rock to be him afterwards. I don't, I don't know. Okay. But anyways, everybody, a lot of breaking news. I want everybody to have a minute on the clock to get their, break, their, their hot takes on all this news in a section that we like to call everybody Hot Takes. <laughs> Everybody, so we put one minute on the clock, and all of my fabulous guests get a second. We'll get a minute, get 60 seconds to break down all their hot takes on all the latest breaking news of the day. Now, of course, okay. this is one of my favorite times because I get to choose who gets to go first. You now, Warren, Warren, I, I, I do. Warren, it's your first day, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make you go first. But, 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 I will have Gr go first. Gr, what do you think about this? Are you ready for your hot takes of the day? I was born ready. Of course you were, GR. Everyone says in the chat that GR has all high takes. So, GR, you better, you got a lot to live up to tonight. You ready for this? Let's do it. All right. In three, two, one, hot takes. Ah, Paramount's just another bloody Black Friday sale. Nothing important. I mean, sorry to see the Muppets go. Miracle Workers never watched it, couldn't care less. Oh. Another bloody Spartacus? Give me a break. Scream 7, I'm not a horror film guy. One was enough for me. Uh, Hall of Notes, that sucks. I mean, I, I think I've heard all 18 albums at least a hundred times. Another bloody Cape Fear? What is this? Repetition Hollywood? Uh, yeah, They're way too far apart. Five, six years? That's ridiculous. Masters of the Universe? Let's stop. I know enough's enough. Look at that. He's still got 11 seconds left, GR. You got anything else to say? Well, 10 you know, seconds? Hey, when, you, when you're good, you're good. You, know, I, I, you gave me easy ones this time. You didn't add 27 <laughs> like you did the uh, last week. <laughs> Not today, GR. Only nine. Only nine. GR got his hot takes. And there we go, everybody. Uh, yeah, GR. I know you don't like horror stuff, but I still feel like that that Scream movie is doomed because you're losing all their cast and and people loved it. It's made almost a billion dollars as a franchise total. So the fact that this one could, it's at 911 million right now. If they have this one, it'll branch it over a billion. It's done great on streaming and people love it. I think they're gonna be upset that Ghostface is not gonna have the same names attached to this one. Of course, Nev no, Campbell's I, not coming I, back I either. So and a lot of people love horror. I mean, yeah. I remember what was it? What's the one they just remade where the with a spinning head the uh, oh, the Exorcist. Yeah, I went and saw the original in Hawaii. A bunch of us did, and when they yeah. spun around in the in the original, I actually laughed. 
<laughs> so we're throwing up. I'm going like. We'd probably laugh at it today too, GR. But you know what? Yeah, People sure. didn't really watch the new one. So no one was laughing or crying or caring. So unfortunately for Universal, hopefully the next one does better because they spent $400 million on that franchise to buy it. So a lot of money and only made like $30 million. So good luck to them. Mike, are you ready for your hot takes? Wow. You, you, you're like... you. Brian, you've been doing this for so long. Like your entertainment knowledge is like is just growing. Like you've got you can just throw stuff out now. You you got a you got a whole Mario Lopez thing going on. You're delaying yourself. Ooh. You're stalling, Mike. I see it. You're stalling on the hard All right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Let's. I'm ready. I was born ready. You're ready. Just like I know, GR. I know you're 15 ready. seconds oh. after GR came out of the womb, that was me right after. Born ready. All right, Mike. In three, two, one. Hot takes. Get it, Mike. Okay, uh, Spartacus prequel, a bunch of greasy muscle men. This show is going to be so greasy it makes Taco Bell breakfast menu look like Whole Foods. Or Erewhon if you're in L.A. Um, no more Muppets. Okay, show, show us your numbers, Disney. Is the superheroes or the princesses keeping you afloat? Uh, <laughs> what? Well, uh, Masters of the Universe. This is great. I love that we get to make I be on this show and just make make predictions um, because then we get to see. Oh fuck! I'm only down to thirty seconds. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, you don't have to go inside the courthouse to get a restraining order against Daryl Oates. They've got a prize oh. dispenser on the steps out front. Okay, you put in a quarter and one comes out in a little plastic egg printed on a temporary tattoo. Uh, Black Mirror renewed. Do you want to take a moment to gaze into the bleak, futuristic, dystopian hellscape? Or watch season seven of Black Mirror. The choice is up to you. Um, <laughs> oh! I tried. I tried. There's tried, no Sabrina Mike. here. There's no Sabrina here to beat. So, so uh, you know, you I, I, I did. I did. I did my. Best. <laughs> it's okay, Mike. It's okay. You did. You did, you did good, Mike. You did good. You really did. Some bull. I, I, I got a 50, hey. 60 percent. Happy, be nice. Happy, be nice. Come on, Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hump Day, everybody! You know, yeah, yeah. Star loves him some Hump Day. Yeah, Peps, yeah, Peps. All right, Warren. Warren, very first time on Cruise Control. Are you ready to do some hot takes here for the day? Probably not, but go ahead. Let's go ahead and, and, and throw it out there. I'm excited. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be quick and easy, baby. Quick and easy. Here we go. Quick and easy. Get yeah. in there and get out of there as fast as you can, but not, not too fast. All right. Hot takes in three, two, one. Hot takes. Okay, Spartacus, uh, no. Muppets, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> He-Man, you got the power. Hall and Oates, you're out of out of time. You're out of touch. Okay, Black Mirror, uh, love it. Uh, always was looking at a white mirror. Uh, Karate Kid, uh, no. Uh, Cape Fear, hell no. Do you understand the Scorsese version of, of, of fucking Cape Fear? It is the most amazing movie ever made, genre-driven all the way. And if, if Tom Cruise was to be here, he would say, your mission, should you choose to accept it. Bum, 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 bum. 20 seconds still, Warren. You got anything okay, else to say to the uh, people? Queen says, go Warren, go Warren. Okay, okay, uh, 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 uh. No. <laughs> what would Spidey say to that? He would say, no. Go get your own webcam. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see it at Christmas. Boom. Is that it? Dynamite. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Queen, was, Queen was cheering you on. Queen was cheering you on there. Uh, what else oh, my is God. 
uh, yeah, uh, Dick Tracy, Sorry. Richard Tracy would have liked a big budget Masters of the Universe movie. Yeah, wouldn't have minded. A big budget. That one wasn't a big budget. This one might be on Amazon. They might go nuts. Warren, great job with the hot takes. He got right through them, too. Usually people don't get through them all the time. So I usually throw more at us, but I thought this was fun. A lot of things canceled and returned, and <laughs> a lot of crazy things happening today. But yeah, well, that's why job, I said, uh, no, because some of those shows are like, yeah, it sucks. Uh, try something else. We love Gladiator. Stop, <laughs> stop redoing Gladiator. Stop. I mean, they're doing else. that right I'm now. I'm going to remember that one. I think that, that phrase might get a lot of use on this show. <laughs> they, they've gotten we so many medieval shows. It's just like, what the hell do you want us to do? We're going to walk around with swords and togas? What is that? All, all the togas, all the swords, and plenty of spice. I don't know. Plenty of spice. <laughs> plenty. <laughs> Spidey um, would approve. <laughs> Spidey would approve. And, and Queen says, wish Sabrina's here. Yeah, Queen's tra- or Queen Sabrina's traveling. She's uh, going to see family for Thanksgiving, so she's not here right now. So, yeah, unfortunately, she's she's in the air somewhere right now. But she will be back. She will be back. She'll be back just like every day. We have a lot to talk about. And you know what? The time's ticking today, so we got to get into it. Come on. Now, the first thing I want to talk about here is Mrs. Doubtfire for a second, because apparently they want to do a documentary about Mrs. Doubtfire. This is one of those things. I know, Warren. It's one of those things. I love Mrs. Doubtfire so much. As a child, I was all about it. Robin Williams, one of my heroes, such a fucking phenomenal person. But the director actually came forward, Chris Columbus, and was talking about Mrs. Doubtfire. And he says he has over 2 million, 2 million feet of film that were not released of Robin Williams improvising and creating the character of Mrs. Doubtfire. And they wanted to do a sequel movie, but Robin Williams was never really attached to it because they said they had a, a really strong script and he was in a comeback and he wanted Robin, a lot of the cast, some of the cast wanted to, not all of them, but Robin Williams said he didn't want to touch it because he said he wanted, he, here's his quote, he said, boss, do I have to be in the suit as much this time? So apparently they were going to try to cut out a bunch of it, but it just doesn't work because the idea was he's Mrs. Doubtfire. So they, they went back and forth about it, of course, ultimately Robin Williams passed away, which is one of the saddest days ever for comedy. And with that, they said that Mrs. Doubtfire is never going to come back. Of course, there's stage productions, but nothing in the form of a sequel, which is very unfortunate, one of his best roles. But again, it's one of those things, you want to see anybody else step into those shoes. You really just don't want to see it. He did such no. a great job. But with that 2 million, 2 million feet of film, they were saying when they were actually shooting, is that they would be like, Robin would be like, hey, okay, I'm going to give you one take or two takes, maybe three takes of the script, and then I'm gonna do improv. And so they just did so much that they couldn't even keep up. Everybody was laughing the whole time. The script supervisor had no idea what he was saying most of the time. And so they just put all that stuff in the archive. They would actually shoot all their film for the day because we used to shoot on film in Hollywood. They'd shoot all the film, they'd have to stop. They're out of film for the day. And that would be when they would call it a quits for the day because he'd be keep improving. But all that footage, Chris wants to put it all into a one big documentary and bring it out about the making of Mrs. Doubtfire's character by Robin Williams. And he says he thinks he might have something very special about, about this whole project, so his idea is to take this put together. So I bring out to my people here, my group right here, do we think this is a good idea? Of course, Robin Williams has been gone for quite a few years. He's a, he was fucking awesome, by the way. I worked with him on the show um, you know, Crazy he, Ones. You know what, he, what he said in that interview was that he was improving so much, they ended up having to have four cameras shoot at the same time you're right. They wanted to make Isn't sure they got a, got a good angle on everything. Yeah. Well, just to keep they up with to. it, you run out of wow. filming one camera, shoot with the other. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he would do something different every time. And so when they went to go shoot the other side, they wouldn't be able to have continuity, which is a big thing in Hollywood. That's why they have script supervisors so they can keep the continuity so everything matches when you go to edit the program together. And if you don't have that, then it, it's just, it doesn't look right. So it's hard with improv, especially in posts. That's why you have to have a really great scripty that can keep track of those things. Little things, everybody, from like, which hand did you hold the book up? To like, which, which hand did you open the door with? Those things go a long way in posts. And it was hard with Robin Williams, but phenomenal, phenomenal actor, phenomenal comedian, awesome. I loved him so much. Crazy Ones, he was hilarious. I worked in there, I was a stand-in on there. Right, it was towards the end of his life, and uh, he actually came out there, oh, that team, that team, um, great day, great day, I love you guys so much. You know, he's doing his little Robin Williams thing, and he was just like a phenomenal person, clapping, thanking us, just loving everyone. He had a, he had a double, he had all of his career, who was awesome too, and I feel bad when he passed away, because they were so close, you know, and so, it's just sad, but the documentary could be cool. I know that Disney has a lot of footage of him too from like Aladdin, but they haven't released. And there's like a lot of footage from that they just didn't use. They just use it for like a um like a, a little ad for 100 years of Disney where they use some of his archival footage. And he, you know he put a stop on that when he before he died. It was in his will like you can't use my likeness for 20 years. So they had the family's permission just for the audio, but you can't recreate him as genie. That's why he wasn't in Aladdin. That's why they went with Will Smith, because they couldn't do it if they wanted to. But Warren, you hear this as a director and stuff. First of all, would that be fucking frustrating to you to have an actor that's off cuff that much for your directing? I, I, like, I, I, do, I, I do. I, I do. <laughs> I grew up with Robin Williams, not with him per se, but with his talent from Mork and Mindy all the way to yeah. the very last uh, last one. Uh, he actually has a movie a lot of people uh, don't know about, which is called Final Cut, which you guys need to look that up and watch it. Great it movie. is phenomenal. He is phenomenal. But Miss Doubtfire is one of a kind. It's one of my favorites of his. Hell no. I'm going to say no <laughs> to the documentary <laughs> because it's exploitive and it, it, it doesn't honor him because the kids who are in it Matthew Lawrence, the uh, other one that played the sisters, they don't want to do another uh, another Miss Doubtfire because Robin's not around. So they feel like it's a cash grab. Yeah. At the time of their lives when they saw it, I think everybody should watch it. I think it should be on Planned Parenthood and weddings. Uh, uh, people want to get married. They need to watch Miss Doubtfire so they don't know what the hell to do. That's, that's, the, that's, the, whole, that's the whole spectrum. Dude, deadbeat dads need to watch that shit so they'll know what the hell they should be doing for their children. And it does have a happy ending. And two, everybody's an actor. So uh, I think this is one of the most heartwarming films I've ever seen in my life. I remember watching this. I've never seen him. So this wouldn't grab my heart more than Dead Poets Society. Because Dead Poets was like his first big, big dramatic but this one grabbed my heart because it was dealing with a heavy subject, a subject of divorce, and you just can't do that. I love Chris Columbus. I love his work as well. But with the two million feet of film, I mean, who wants to watch two million feet of film of him just improving, uh, dressed up as a lady? Is there a story structure to it? Is there something going on with it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think they should do it. Yeah, you're right. They're probably like, how do you make a story out of that? I mean, it's pretty much the movie. You know, if you were to do like, I remember when they did the Ron Burgundy, uh, the second one for, uh, uh, for I think it was, uh, it was the first one, actually, I think it was. The first one, they had enough footage to do a whole different movie based off the improv. Maybe that's something they could have done, but nobody wants that either. Like, the movie we have is the movie we have, and it's a, it's an amazing, it's an amazing story. It really is. Like, you're right about divorce and what, what kids go through, what, what the parents go through, and, and everything that a parent will do just to be around their kids after divorce. So, like, to me, the story's told, but... 
I, I get what people are thinking, like, oh, we have all this footage. They should see Robin Williams, which I understand. But GR, would you watch something like this? Do you think that's a good idea to use this footage? Or do you agree with Lauren that, or with Warren that maybe that's his whole thing is just like, we should leave it alone. We should let, let it be. You know, it is his performance I mean, is his guys, performance. Poor guy's gone. He didn't want. He didn't want to be ex- exploited. That's what it came down to. That's why he had that twenty-year right. hole on his on his film. I think he just leave him alone. The man's let him rest in peace. I mean, I I disagree with Warren. I think the I missed out for it was great, but Dead Poets Society was fabulous to me. No, I no, I get it. I, I get Dead Poets. I just think that it, and and Dead Poets is amazing. But I think what tugged at my heart is I think I never seen Robin be so extremely funny and then extremely dramatic in one movie. Because in Dead Poets, he has the he has some subtleties. But then when you go to Miss Doubtfire, it's like he's this voiceover actor. He's got this kids. You see how much he cares for him. You see how much he's going through. And then Sally Field being a bitch and just be, being bitchy, 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 bitchy and everything and not noticing everything. And, and that, that uh, me too much of my ex-wife. That's why I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! When she was in that, I I knew that she was a mean bitch when she was in that kitchen. And he said, he goes, he says, just realize you spent too much time with those stupid clones you used to despise. She said, I spent too much time with you, Daniel. It's over. It's over. <laughs> the and whole I said, time, the whole time, the whole time, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> no, no, that's a that's a classic movie that I watch every Thanksgiving. Or if I'm just in the mood and I just want to see a great score, which is which is um, uh, uh, I think James Newton Howard did the score, uh, or Howard Shore, uh, great cinematography, Donald Alp McPine, uh, he, he's a great cinematographer. And Chris Columbus, I mean, you can't beat that. He's Mr. Home Alone, you know. So yeah. he, he he definitely yeah. knows how to how to tug at your heart. But uh, I would love to tell Sally Field, uh, long uh, strips, ears of corn does not go with a rider crinkle cut French fries. That's a sin. <laughs> <laughs> she was in that kitchen. I was just like, they're having burgers. What the hell is she shucking corn for? I'm like, I think she's stressed. <laughs> Super stressed. She's stressed out. She's like, I want burgers and fries. No, wait, where's the corn? It's like, that's not mm. going to do it. Kids don't want that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, Mike, Mike, how are you weighing on this, Mike? Do you think that this could be fun to have a documentary about the process of making Mrs. Doubtfire? Is there a place for this in cinema right now? Or do you agree with Warren to be like, "Mm, let's just let this performance be from the past. We don't want to rehash this. This is not the right move for Robin Williams. Legacy. Well, Brian, I I can't talk shit about Sally Fields because I remember I was filming... Years ago, when I lived out in L.A. on the Disney lot, and there was a bacon truck that I was told was provided by Sally Fields. And of course, you know, uh, a Hollywood professional would only ever stay on their uh, their allocated portion of the lot and never go seek benefits from other productions. But, uh, you know, a scoundrel like me would never engage in any of that. Uh, anyway, I, I also think that... Uh, Robin, Robin Williams, uh, you know, I, I'm just a, I'm just a, a commodity bloodsucker like that. Like, I just want to see and anything, anything that we have on film of him, whether or not 
I, as a consumer, am entitled to that. I just enjoy having that exposure because, like, the the other thing is that for for improv comedians like he was, like, you know, just taking swings after swing after swing after swing at anything that's that's in his uh, proximity. Like, Robin Williams had one of the sickest hit ratios of all time. Like, yes, he took, like, he made obvious, he made obvious jokes a lot of the times, but he would twist that and he would throw it on uh, a character. Like, sometimes there were obvious characters, sometimes they were characters that maybe steered into the pseudo-offensive, but I don't think any of that, even the questionable stuff, was, like, was coming from a mean-spirited way. I think he just wanted more, more, more like just give me give me more stuff to riff off of uh, and if i hear he's got they got two million feet on this mofo like yeah i think i think anybody worth their salt particularly somebody who's great like chris columbus can spin that into a narrative like because if there's that much stuff like you can pull narrative out of it and there's other people talking about him him you've got uh you've got uh film from the moment you know of people talking about it at the time you've got people talking about it in the future they're going back doing new interviews to me if if it exists like he's just such an icon that you'd be you'd be remiss to let this stuff uh my brother my a, brother you, you yeah you, you how how could you let this film just sit around and that's what i think he's thinking uh but there is a legacy thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> Warren, warren's like yeah i don't know but you but there's two million feet film mike come on that it, 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 if, if it's two million a film two million feet of film and he's improving mm-hmm. you would have to find deleted scenes to stories to connect those arcs that that character arc and once that connects then you can add that, but it's like Lord of the Rings extended edition. You know, it's, you, it's yeah. a documentary. It's a documentary. Right? Uh, yeah, that's what he wants it's to do. Yeah, but, they're, they're, but they're, you're just going to have a documentary movie. of him just ripping. Line. Like we want to hear what yeah, the I'm, presumably they're they just going to be telling us how great uh, they can bring he, Zelda. We already know he's great. We have that yeah, on the behind the scenes of him. It, they, they have a behind the scenes, as in seam in your dress uh, edition of uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. I have that. And I'm going to tell you right now, that has tons of stuff on there about the film. If you want to see a great documentary, you should see the one called Robin. And and it's it's a, it's an amazing documentary about is, that, is that the HBO documentary from a few years I think back? That's, yeah, I think that's the one with HBO. Yeah, it was great. That was great. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a, that was a great thing about. Even Lexi was saying in the chat, you could change it so he loses his kids. You can make a different tone, but like the idea of this was such like a, a happy but sad ending, anyways. And I think if they were gonna do a documentary, they'd probably just do it like interviews, maybe from the cast, Pierce Brosnan, Sally Fields, bring her in. You know, bring bring the Lawrence in. Bring, you know, bring everybody in to do it. Maybe you do something like that. Cut to you know them talking about stories. Oh, right. You can make there something a, out there of it. There was a Lawrence in that movie, wasn't yeah. there? I forgot that, about that was that. in there. Yeah, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. We're those sure. Lawrence boys. They're great people. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it could be interesting. It could be interesting. But then again, it's one of those things we talk about in the show all the time. It's like when someone passes away, do you mess with their, you know, with, with their legacy? Do you bring these things together? Do you use AI to bring it back together? People want to do shit like that. But, you know, Robin Williams saw this shit on the wall and he was like, I don't want you to touch my likeness. He put 20 That's years a, in his, that de- in his will. That, that does make it a little bit trickier that they've got some ink with his will on it saying like, eh, I'm not so sure about you know changing my life well because he, he he knows the industry he knows mm-hmm. that he's great he knows yeah, that what point. he does works and he knows that it can be exploited 
And if yeah. it's going to be exploitive, they're going to put it out there for a paycheck. When Robin is is everything, he is he was the medicine to a lot of people coming up, uh, his comedy and his work. Uh, and he's respected. I remember the very first time I ever seen him, my mother loves his show, Mork and Mindy. And we were a fan of the show and we watched the show all the way until the cancellation. And, you know, once we got into his movies, we were just like, well, let's see what he's doing past what we see him every night after Happy Days or something like that. But, you know, he's 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 one of a kind, man. You can't touch yeah. that. You just can't, can't touch it. He was an incredible talent. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Richard Tracy said he would watch it. Uh, Queen Queen said she watched the uh, like the special editions of the Lord of the Rings. You know, there's a lot of things out here that some people want to see it, some people don't want to see it. You know, uh, it's just one of those one of those things that it could be controversial if you put it forward. And again, Robin didn't want to do anything about his likeness after he died. So I mean, documentaries are one thing. But this is a lot of his raw footage. I wouldn't mind seeing it, but then again, there's it's a very questionable a lot of ways. It is. It just is. Just like it's kind of questionable to see what's going to happen with Star Wars these days because Dave Filoni is taking over right now in a new way. And, and if you've been watching the Star Wars franchise, Dave Filoni has been getting a bigger, bigger cut of the pie lately when it comes to creative. Now, of course, he was now recently, just now, he was signed on to be the chief creator, creative officer of Lucasfilms. Now, he's not over Kathleen Kennedy, but instead before when he first became executive vice president, he was able to look at everything at the very end product and be like, this works, this doesn't work, change this, change that kind of like Kevin Feige was doing in the beginning of his career, but now becoming the chief creative officer, he's able at the at the very beginnings of every project, be like, we should do this, we should do that, change this, tweak this, make this fall into Jedi lore this way. And so he's going to have his fingers on everything from the very beginning to the very end of every project of Star Wars moving forward. Now, some people might not like this. Some people might, because again, he worked with George Lucas back in the day. He, him, he, he was under Lucas during the prequel series, and he learned from him. And after that, he made the this Clone Wars, all the spinoffs and stuff like that based off of Lucas's lore. And he wanted to follow that forward. Hence why when he did Ahsoka, when he's done Mandalorian and he's making, you know, Thrawn come in, he's trying to make this in between the franchises, kind of tying with George Lucas's like theology, kind of. So for me, I feel like if you're a Lucas fan, you'll probably be super excited about this. I, I didn't mind Ahsoka. I thought it was pretty fun when I watched it. It didn't do as well as the good one. Now they have greenlit a second season. He was saying that, you know, we're talking about it, but there have been rumors saying they have greenlit a second season of this. Again, Mando probably will come back for a fourth season, and he is making this whole connective tissue that's going to lead into a movie that he's going to be directing as well. That's going to bring all these universes together into one movie, one big battle against Thrawn probably. And then from that point forward, we will finally see an end to his franchise, but he will still be attached to everything. Everybody's actually working on the new Ray movie too that's going to take place after Last Jedi. Not Last Jedi, um, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. So he has his hands in all of this. Mike, you hear about this. Did you like Ahsoka? Do you think he's the man for the job? Because before, you know, he was he was just kind of like growing there. You know, he's got a little bit here. Favreau was kind of in charge before. Do you think he's the man, though, over Favreau to take place? And do you think he'll eventually replace Kathleen Kennedy? And this is the path he's going. I don't I don't know, Brian. I don't I don't know that I have a lot to contribute on this subject. I, I watched uh, episode uh, five, uh, a portion of episode five and all of episode six today because my niece wanted to marathon this shit at, at her cousin's house he's got a full theatrical setup which is great 
I I don't I don't know about Filoni. I don't know where he's gonna go. I don't know if he's uh if he's the right person to trust for this. I don't know, Brian. He's a big Star Wars guy. Did you like the Lucas way though? Because he is gonna be like kind of bringing Lucas into this new Star Wars franchise. Queen says that he's a good choice. He probably knows more about Star Wars than anyone else, of course, because he did. He was like best friends with George Lucas. So, so I mean, I think okay. that. So the the thing the thing about Lucas that you know is in my forefront because I was just watching these is whoever is in charge of the Star Wars universe and the, you can you can say this for everybody that has these massive like gigantic steamboat universes that are impossible to turn you know like that have so many moving parts like you need somebody some other people who are willing to say no to the creative director of the thing like because because that i think is what the original star wars series the first three had going for it people said uh, George, this shit is crazy. Okay. You got to chill your ass, bring this down to basics. And I think that bringing down to basics is what made, is what made that series because basically because I was, I was watching the, the revamped version of the initial trilogy and you got like that, the song, the song going after they're in Jabba's palace, like these crazy aliens singing in CG, like it's a really, really strange choice. And I just hate to see, I, I think that Filoni has probably learned from this. I don't think he's going to make changes that are, or he's, he's going to make choices that are quite that strange, but I want to make sure that moving forward, especially because we've just got that massive disney uh cash you know bank behind them like that they're being as responsible as they can i, I want cr creatives up and down the board but i want people that are saying no in there yeah which is what he's gonna be that kind of that person though now mike because kathleen kennedy hasn't been he's like the face of star wars now i saw warren shaking his head though so warren do you not like dave filoni's path or his direction for star wars do you think that this is a bad choice by you know him being in charge i mean kathleen kennedy is still the higher up but he's gonna be the main creative force apparently moving forward i think people need to leave star wars alone star wars <laughs> is done we are tired no more if you want to do Star Wars, go and see the novels. There's one called Rogue Wars. It's got Luke going to different oh. planets, helping people out. Do that shit. Stop rehashing the same shit over and over again. We're in the galaxy. I get that. You have a lightsaber. <laughs> I get that. If it is, if it is, it, look, let me tell you something. The best Star Wars movie ever made on the planet is Empire Strike Back. You cannot deny Good that. Movie. Now, I watch Andor. I think Andor is great. Don't need a second season. I watch Obi-Wan. Don't need a second season. Uh, uh, Ahushka, or whatever her name is, uh, I don't watch that. Ahsoka. Yeah. Ahsoka, yeah. I can't get that. And the only reason why I watch Mandalorian because my friends work on it. Uh, and I keep calling it Baby Yoda, and they keep calling it the child. I said, look, if any <laughs> child looks like that with ears like that, he's a gremlin. I'm telling you. Leave Star Wars Thank alone. You. Thank you, Warren. They need to shut down. Every, everybody who's working on Star Wars should be to get better jobs at Disney and leave Star Wars alone. Star Wars is done. It is done. We are tired unless you're going to give us something different and stop rehashing the same old shit. I hate when I hear behind the scenes of Star Wars and you know what people say? How cool is it to be in Star Wars? I never hear anything about character. I never hear anything about story. All I hear is about somebody's on a planet, they're dressed up in Darth Vader suits and they wanna do something. Who gives a shit? It's not Darth, okay, enough. I'm gonna say no. But what Leave about Star the fans Wars 
like Queen just said, there are still fans that want to see more stuff. What do you say to them? Well, Lauren? I'm going to tell the fans this. Make them all black Star Wars. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's get into Let's that about- shit. I'm about that, Warren. Actually, actually, I'm going to say on record that I actually have a short script, and it's called Rebel Fugitive, because I've never seen an all-black Star Wars or, or a black person direct Star Wars, because black people are fans, too. My auntie still has the original 1973 or four or five um, soundtrack on vinyl. And I told her oh, it's she, worth millions oh. if she don't believe me. So it's like <laughs> she used to play it all the time when we were little. And I got a chance to see John Williams out here at the Hollywood Bowl give me a little bit of that that Empire Strikes Back, give me some of that Imperial March. Star, Star Wars is all about John Williams. I like There's- this Guy. No, this guy's no, a nice guy. Like there's no guy. Star Wars without John Williams. No there's question. no Star Wars without him. It's like I look at these other. I, I know I watch the Star Wars so I can have something to say about them, but I watch them and there's such a rehash that everybody is saying yo and screaming and lightsaber. Uh, enough. Kylo Ren was the biggest brat I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, Star Wars. You know what they should have. Just should have seen a Darth just walk in there, whoop his ass, and walk out because it would have just been refreshing. Rogue War, however, that's Ooh, what I think. What about that? That's Mace what Windu's- I think Star Wars in the future should be. It should be a different story. If you're going to have an inter- intergalactic lore, that's fine. Stop giving us these rehashed characters that we all love. I love Darth ever since I was a child. No problem. I didn't like that Luke and and Leia. Our brother and sisters. I like them as lovers. I like that Han was trying to get that and they was trying to do a threesome. I love that. But do not <laughs> give me the same characters over and over and over again. Enough. That last Star Wars film, the only good thing about it was the spaceships and the credits. That was it. It was all everybody screaming. They got these magical horses with silver tails. I'm like, what the hell is this? Sonic? It's just ridiculous. I'm done. Oh, I'm going to say oh, no. Shit. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, Queen was saying a Mace Windu movie. I mean, uh, Richard Tracy was saying there are people that, you know, are still like pushing for this. And, you know, I think a Mace Windu movie could be good. Sam Jackson has enough jobs, I think, these days, but I still think he'd be great. That fool yeah, they is have to, all they have to drop him $20, 20 million. Dollars shits, to get man. Him to show all he does is work. He's on set. No, I've seen, seen an interview with Sam, and he said that uh, somebody asked him why he works so much, and he says, I don't want to be broke again. <laughs> <laughs> good point good point gr you hear all this do you think that this I, mean, I don't know if you know who Filoni is if you saw the new stuff but do you think that somebody that worked hand in hand because of course disney bought lucas films from george lucas they went their own route do you think it's good to have somebody that was in lucas's pocket to be taken over creatively for the star wars franchise moving forward or do you think this could be really bad for the franchise they should do something different or like warren says maybe should they just fucking stop doing this what do you think i i agree with warren i mean to be very honest the middle three of the original nine, all three of them sucked. Oh, shots fired, GR. Pardon? Shots fired. Hey, I, I, I call it like I see it. I mean, the last three were better than those three, but none of them could touch the first three. And yeah, I think we had Star Wars overload. I mean, do something original. How's that for an idea? Yeah, they, the, the originality, like, it's all about making making money and selling toys when it comes to Star Wars. I did like I that Ahsoka. I that when Sabrina tells you to make oh. originals. <laughs> and, my, and my story in my Star Wars fan movie is pretty simple. 
he he's he's he, he has a secret that they're going to attack and his brother wants to be trained as a jedi so he keeps the secret and he actually is the designer of the stormtrooper uh 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 gear and uh and it's all black cast and i want to do it because i want to see something different there's a lot of there's a lot of groups that love star wars and I think I've seen maybe one black director, a co-director, and I want to direct some of the stuff that uh, Fabro and stuff has on there because Rick Fimayiwa is one of the uh, directors on The Mandalorian, and you know he's done the movie, this movie Dope, uh, The Wood, and a lot of other great films that he's done, and he loves Star Wars, and he's Nigerian. He's he, he's 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 super duper man. He's a great director, and I'm like, I want to see the stories and the stories I was talking about with the novel. I was in Barnes and Noble back in the day, and I just picked something up. It just it was Star Wars, and I opened it up, and it said Rogues. I think it said Rogue Wars or something, and I just literally just opened it up. As soon as I opened it up, I went to a page where Luke Skywalker was going to these distant planets. If any of you guys know about Incredible Hulk, the TV show with Bill Bixby, he was going to different towns and doing all those kinds of things. So Luke Skywalker was doing that in in the, in, in, the, in the galaxies. And it was so dope because you met new people. It wasn't just about Tatooine. It's like, okay, enough. Didn't Tatooine blow up? I'm tired of that you know, let's let go to another planet like Jupiter and Saturn. See if there's like, if they got good soup. Whoop you know story. what I'm saying? It's wintertime. So it's just yeah. like, you know, why couldn't he go to different ones? And then what's the situation with the Jedi? If the Jedi's dead, why do we keep bringing him back? If the Jedi is dead, what is the fan service saying? Why did the fans toys, love toys. This is what All they the should toys. put out in the world. <laughs> why do, do real, you do love real, Brian, in universe? Star Wars. Toys. That's Star what it Wars. should be. Yeah. Why do you well, love I'm, it? I'm still fascinated though. Because Filoni well, is a big fan. Fascinated by of what? I can do lightsaber dancing all day long. Why <laughs> do you love Star dancing. Wars? <laughs> it's a dance. Was, They're dancing. I, love, that's good, I mean, that's I think good call. I think like any fan of I love the lightsaber battles, but then again, they have not been that good these days. I was watching Ahsoka and they were like very slow, and it wasn't even like they were fighting when uh Hayden Christensen came in to play Anakin Skywalker again, he kicked ass. He was like like doing like back in the day, and, and you could tell all these people just couldn't deal with it. The Jets need to uh look at, look at Mr. Sullivan here in the chat. The Jedi has continuing force, nothing will end then. Yeah, nothing will end, Sean. Nothing will end. It's always gonna keep going. That's just what Get they're philosophical doing. Philosophical on us, Sean. Yeah. I yeah. Thank you. That's but I love the lightsaber battles. I think there's some good ideas in the chat. The Wookiee story would be fun. Mace Windu. There's a lot of spinoffs you can do, but do something original, which is what Filoni's trying to do, but it's still not, you know, it's still it's still tying into everything. And you know what? They will not recast Luke Skywalker or anything like that. So, like, let's just make new characters. Let's just make new characters, make a new franchise, move it forward, and Ray's going to come back. And I hear they're going to have maybe uh, Mark Hamill might come back, too, for that franchise. So that's something they're talking about. But I will have to wait and see. But Filoni is in charge. Oh, God. <laughs> see, the, see the dog disapproves he already disapproves he's not happy peppy. peppy is not happy not happy at all about star wars they are not happy queen, the, the... queen let me let me say this while peppy's speaking up uh i did i i watched i watched the original three with my niece who's 19 she said she i i asked her with no no input on my part i said what rank rank these movies what was your what was your number one and she said uh, the third movie, uh, aka number six. Number six is number one. She loved. She loved the Ewoks. And you know, I, I was thinking after watching that, I, I might be, I might 
look into furry culture because dressing up in a tiny bear suit and dancing around and celebrating looked like a really good time to me. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Mikey. You want to be an Ewok, you can smoke as much weed as you want because you go right out here in California. Trust me, <laughs> they will <laughs> they will call you all kinds of things, but the child of God. That that Return of the Jedi is the worst Star Wars movie ever made on the planet. <laughs> See, the, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to horrible. Inter- get the best thing about over, that movie is the speeder bikes. I was like, why are they in the speeder bikes? Yeah, why are we in the forest? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. What is this, Willow Part 2? I don't get it. No. <laughs> it, it might as well have been, though, basically. And and then, I don't know if you've ever watched the show. ABC had a show. Uh, it was a, the Ewok Adventure. Yeah, dude, I've been watching the freaking the, the animated series. Like, the, yeah. the E, 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 Ewok. Yeah, it's okay, Mike, you know what? You know what? It's goddamn theme song <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Mike, 1-800-555-HELP, because that is not going to do it. <laughs> Anyways, Richard Tracy said, are they doing a 10? Yes, 10 is going to be the race story moving forward. She's going to have a new Jedi Order that she's going to be training, and that's where they're going to continue off of Rise of Skywalker. They are doing episode 10, and it's going to be called uh, the Rise. I think it's called uh, some Skywalker, but, but she is going to be training the new Jedi and moving forward. The Battle of Endor is awesome. But, I mean, I just don't know like if we need any more Star Wars. But, you know, it's also a story of, like, do we need any more DC after all this shit? But we're getting another Superman coming forward. We've been talking about this for a while, but Superman Legacy has some more casting news that came for everybody. Oh, my God. So we got Jimmy Olsen. We finally got Jimmy Olsen. We also have oh Lex Luthor's right-hand woman, too, being cast right now. As we what said the, the other day, fuck? we casted Nicholas Holt <laughs> as Lex Luthor. So Nicholas Holt is Lex Luthor. And here we have Corn Sweat. Good old David Cornsweat as Superman. We have Rachel Brosnahan as uh, as um, Lois Lane, and now we have Kyler Gizdo, uh, Gizando, uh, Gizado. What do we know name? And we have him playing Jimmy Olsen. He was in 2021's Licorice Pizza, also from The Righteous Gemstones, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. He starred in as well. We also have Sarah Sampaio coming in to play Lex Luthor's ally and assistant Eve, and she first appeared in Superman one and two, and then no. she was also playing Parker Posey with with uh, Kevin Spacey in Superman Returns. That character. So they've cast them. They're coming forward. And again, this is Superman telling them what, you know, it's the restart of the DCU for James Gunn's universe. And we have new casting coming. So Jimmy Olsen, I knew he'd be coming. I knew we'd also have like Lex Luthor, of course. But I mean, do we need his assistant? She's an original movie. So I guess that makes sense. Bring her in. They're going to be hearing more and more of these casting things coming forward. But here's our cast right now. You can see them all up front. Of course, you got Corn Sweat, Brosnahan, Nicholas Holt as the villain. And you have Jimmy and Eve, too. So uh, this is our new cast we got. And, of course, there will be more people moving forward. But now I felt like Jimmy was going to come. I feel like he was the next big name being, you know, put forward for this. Of course, this guy, I haven't really watched these programs, so I don't know how he's going to be. I didn't watch Licorice Pizza. I think he was actually pretty good in that. But, yeah, it's, it's you know, it almost looks like the like the CW, like Superman to me a little bit. But I, <laughs> I, I don't want to trash talk James Gunn, but a little bit. But I see this. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Mr. Dillagaff himself, Gr. Gr. You hear about this? You see this new cast? Are you surprised that we would have uh, Jimmy Olsen in this? Are you surprised we're gonna get Lex Luthor? I mean, what do you think about the casting so far? No, I don't think you've been on the program. We talked about the new Superman coming forward next year. So, what do you think about this casting so far? Does it meet your expectations for the uh, those Superman of your of your days or what? No, but <laughs> the. the... I, I give them a chance to do. I want to see what the product looks like. I mean, 
casting doesn't mean squat if they if they don't have talent. If they have talent, I don't care who plays it. Well, I think they all have talent. Script and how they how they interpret it and put it on film. They all have talent though. But do you even see like uh, do you even see Corn Sweat being Superman? Yeah, he'd be all right. I'll take that one right there. <laughs> now, yeah, right. That's the Superman GR ones right now. But this is the Jimmy Olsen. Here's another picture of him, of course, comic accurate version next to him. Uh, he kind of looks like Jimmy, right? I can kind of see it. Where are you going with this? <laughs> well, Peppy, I'm trying to get GR to know, like, no, let's see what his opinion is on this, Peps. No, no, he, he could pass as Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. It yeah. A little bit. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, we're getting fired back from Warren here. So Warren, no, that's you, an absolute no. If it ain't Christopher Reeves, don't do it. <laughs> well, that's Superman. Well, we, that's not Jimmy Olsen. We can't do well, Christopher Jimmy Olsen, Reeves anymore. Well, if, it, it, if it ain't the old school Jimmy Olsen, no. Tracy. No. Uh, so, so what do you think? This is this is all James Gunn's world. We haven't been the show to talk about this. So James Gunn is directing. He's written this. He's bringing this. This Superman's the very first thing he's saying. It's the backbone of the DCU. Do you see his plan working? Do you think this cast? No, will be- his plan will not work because it didn't work for uh, the Suicide Squad. It, he needs to stick to the Guardians, and that's it. Stick to originality and story. That's it. Don't fall into this rehashing of a remashing of anything unless it's like what GR said. You got talent. If it's original and a good story and you're coming good with it, you're coming from a good source, do it. But nobody will ever replace the Lex Luthor in the original Spider-Mans by the great Gene Hackman. And no one will ever replace Lex Luthor like, uh, what's his name, Rosenbaum from... um, from, uh, um, Oh, from Smallville. From Smallville. So it's yeah, like you, you can't get no better than those two. Everything else casted after that is horrible. They're horrible. I met Henry Cavill in, in real life. And I'm going to tell you, when I saw him, he says, he said, how you doing? I told him my name. He said, how you doing, Warren? He says, I'm, I, I, I said, I'm fine. He says, all right. So lay it on me. Did you see it? I said, yeah, I saw it. He said, what you think? I said, I ain't like it. He said, what do you mean you didn't like it? <laughs> I said, right because, uh, yo, you had hair. You, It was just not you, man. And it was just like, they, they just need to get rid of this director who is directing all of the MCU, speaking about the MCU. You saw what happened with The Flash. You saw what happened with, with, with Shazam. Enough. If, if, if you're going to go and you're going to do DC, you need to go back to the drawing board with what Marvel did and why they're successful. They went and got independent filmmakers like ourselves who understand story and character. That's what comic books are about. I'm not a comic book fan, and I know that. It's about those stories, and it's about those characters. And once you do that, you you, you have flawless, flawless uh, entertainment for everyone. Uh, but you can't just keep saying, hey, let's rehash it for a cash cow because you throw everything together that's cool and cool is not enough for that box office. It's just not. It's so a little bit more demanding. Because they are rebooting it. You don't see, though, James Gunn being the man to do this. I, I think James should go and do original stuff like he's been doing. Stop rehashing this shit. You've, do, you've done Guardians well. All the Guardians movies are amazing. Go back and do some other stuff. Do what do what Matthew Vaughn is doing. Like you know he you know he he, he does that that uh, X Men First Class and then he's doing yeah, like great. the Kingsman Kingsman stuff. So it's like go and do some other things. I understand those are big paychecks. Those are big jobs. Who wouldn't want them? But but I'm just saying for the lore of 
everybody that's together. You, 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 we got to change the, the, the way that we're doing things and go back to originality. I mean, that's just what it is. There's tons of stories out here. Life is a story. But you keep rehashing the same old shit. How many times can you make peanut butter and jelly? Now peanut butter and jelly is organic. It's like, come on, man. Come on. Give me, give me the original peanut butter and jelly. Well, I think, though, James Gunn is very talented, but then again, he is rebooting everything. And then, like Queen said, she likes to see New Justice League. Well, I think you will eventually get New Justice League. It's all a matter of fact of figuring out who's going to be no Superman. Batman is in, you know Superman now, but it's going to happen, Warren. You know what I do? You know what I would do? Let me tell you something. They need me to do it. And you know what I'm going to bring back? I'm going to bring back the Super Friends, what I grew up oh, with. Superman. That's what I'm going to bring nice. back. I'm going to bring back. Somewhere deep outside the city. Right, 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 right. That's what I mean. oh, Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, let's bring that back. Let's bring back Superman and, I mean, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Let's bring that back. It's like what yeah. they need to do is they need to look at all of the DC animated movies like Batman Under the Red Hood, uh, uh, Batman, uh, Superman, Public Enemies. Those are great stories. The, their hit Take ratio those. has been way, way, way better in the animated realm. I think way better in the animated, animated world. Stuff. Yeah. And if they take that they and make... Stick with the original storylines from the original comics. They make up shit and twist everything. Right. I mean, like Loki. Loki is not a hero. He's a fucking villain. <laughs> yeah. But he's a hero now. Loki's a hero now. He's totally no, a hero now. now. No, let me tell you who's a fucking hero. Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Vader. He's a dead hero, but he's a hero. Darth Vader is my fucking hero because Darth Vader can move through traffic. He can move traffic out of the way. He can oh, clean things point. up. LA hero he stop- Darth Vader. <laughs> I want to yeah, well, in front of my truck. Well, because see, here's, here's why Darth is a hero. Darth is going to make sure that you understand everything that he says and he'll follow through. Number one, that's a Virgo. Number two, <laughs> you're gonna, he's going to make sure that everything falls in line and that everybody is is on step and in sync. That's yeah, called like Beyonce. Genocide, genocide of millions. But if you ever think about it, Dark Vader never took anyone out or killed anyone unless it was absolutely necessary. Alderaan, the, de- the Death Star laser. I watched it today, Warren. <laughs> that- <laughs> well, Mike, well, you know what, Mike? You've been watching a lot of things. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to monitor you from now on. There's, a, there's a lot of weed going on over there. You need to pass. You, you think, pu- you pu- think pu- so? But no, I, I live in Wisconsin. That shit does not fly here, Doc. Oh, so, Mike, you hear about this? Wisconsin. Yeah, I love yeah, he's Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Mike, do you think about the Superman? Do you think the Superman casting day, is good, every though? Every day, Brian. Every day I think about who they're going to cast as Jimmy I believe Olsen. you do, Mike. We talked about this one long ago. I do. Who's what's, what's the name of this actor? He's a kid that's on, uh, on uh, what, the Jewels, the uh, HBI. Yeah. Kyler, 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 and we also have Sarah. He's he's good. He was born to be Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> he, does, have you, you've seen him before then quite a bit, huh? Oh yeah, in, in plenty of shit. I can't. I can't. Uh, the the righteous gemstones. That's the yeah. that's the show I'm thinking of. Um, and I said I said you were you were throwing shade earlier when you said uh, that uh, this uh, Superman iteration is a little bit CW. Superman 
is a little bit CW, okay? He, he's <laughs> a middle of the road. He's trying to appeal to everybody. Um, so, like, yeah, he's going to be a little bit white bread American. Like, it's just it's just kind of baked into the character. Not always. They try to they try to play off of that sometimes, and that and that's great. Uh, and this this casting, uh, like Queen. like Queen said, the casting looks good. I I don't know. I, I guess I'm always ready to give him a give him a fresh take, like because I I think you can do like it's it's just such a basic premise to have like okay like middle American like default American. Not that I agree with that concept, like as. <laughs> as uber mentioned it might just be a little bit fascist in that regard baked into the idea um but it's it's just kind of idea of elevating the the every man to be super powerful so i think there's a lot of different room to be taken on that let's let's see what they let's let, let's let them make an awful an awful property before we shit on it or we can shit on it from the star Shalama, ding, ding, ding. Well, i'm gonna take a big cow dump shit on it because that's what it's gonna turn out to be and yeah, it's just like likely, i'm not gonna pay not, i'm not gonna not. pay Some people might i'm not gonna pay 2250 for shit i'm not I'm gonna, gonna do that I, I love when, God, i want you know you know what i want for 2250 i want somebody save me that's what i want 2250 i'll tell tom willing to come back at this point, I, I don't really expect the return on my money. It's rare enough should, that it, that it you happens. Should, you should get like, Tom. This is what you should do. You should get Tom Willing, Dean Kane, and since they want to do this AI shit, they should AI Christopher Reeve and put them all in them part in Superman movie and call them Supermen. Right. right, right, okay. Supermen of Doom. Supermen in That's tights. what we'll call it. My desk is open, the man. Let, let the AI write the script, and I'll, I'll start. I'll start pitching. Well, it. okay. It's first of bigger. all, fuck that. We're gonna write the script. No AI is gonna do nothing <laughs> yeah, for leave us. Leave this AI out of this shit. You know, yeah, leave, leave, leave the AI I'm out lazy, of this shit. You know, I'm no, lazy. you know, you know what they should do? They should AI the fucking execs so we can vote them out. That's what they that's should a do. Better, AI that's those a better fucking idea. I'll AI Bob Iger any day. You know, let that happen. They've got the fucking easier job. They should be AI the execs. Yeah, AI the execs. AI the people that work at the popcorn stand so we get better, hotter popcorn. That's what I want. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just want I want the Superman movie to be good. I want it all to work out. I mean, Henry Cavill's gone and you're getting new people. I want it to be good. I hope James Gunn has a good job. But I keep hearing this noise about how Universal is looking to buy Warner Brothers. And this whole like pitch packet that James Gunn's put, this whole plan is a way to entice Universal to buy it. And then Zasloff will sell it off. And then, you know what? None of this will probably fucking matter. But you know what? We'll see what happens. Hopefully it all works out. Superman Legacy is moving forward. This is our cast. More names will be coming very soon. And you can't stop with these DC movies. And Eddie Murphy apparently is not going to stop with Beverly Hills Cop because there's a new nice. one coming because Beverly Hills Cop 4 is moving forward. They've been working on shooting it. It's going to come out very soon. They've been working on it before. It's been up and down because of shutdowns, startups. I mean, they've been talking about this since like 2019. It's jumped around. It's going to go theatrical for a while. Then it went over to netflix now so netflix has the rights to it but they're gonna actually release in 2024 and of course eddie murphy's back is axel foley he's back 
And it's going to be, if you're at work, what's the plot going to be? Well, apparently, Axe is going to team up with his estranged daughter, who's played by Taylor Page, to investigate corruption in the Beverly Hills Police Department. Now, you got a lot of people coming back here, too. Of course, you have Eddie Murphy, but you also have, from the original, well, I mean, before the original cast, you have Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this, which I love, friend of the show, love you, Joe, he's a great guy. Kevin Bacon's in this, too, and then Taylor Page plays his daughter. And on top of that, you have Judge Reinhold coming back, John Ashton coming back, Paul Reiser, and Bronson Picot. I guess I don't know. Pincho. Pincho. Yeah, Pincho. He's coming back too, reprising all of their characters from the, the, the original installments. And of course, it went from Paramount, I said, over here. And now they're going to have a new one coming out in 2024. And of course, Eddie Murphy's been trying to do this for a long time. There have been like spinoffs and talks about TV shows. They tried doing something. They tried doing, like, I think I was a pilot. It didn't go anywhere. And then they're like, well, let's just do a movie. He's back. Uh, okay, what's up, Ty Boogie? Uh, he says, this will be good. Yeah, look, it looks good. They did the first release of some pictures came out online. He's wearing the same Detroit Lions jacket from back in the 80s, which is awesome. And, you know, he's doing his thing again. Eddie Murphy's fucking hilarious. I love him. I'm happy that he's been coming back. When he did SNL a couple years ago, it was it was so good to see him back, play, back playing Gumby and shit. Just having a good time, you know? <laughs> it was it was hilarious. I can tell that he's getting his renaissance now. And a lot of movies he's done recently, in coming to America, I still like the sequel. I know it got some hate. I still liked it. And I, I, I just no. like what he's putting out there. I still liked it. I still liked it, Warren. I still liked no. it. I still <laughs> And this no. is a good franchise for him. It's a great franchise, Warren. I think this is a good move for him because it'll be direct to Netflix. So we're getting that 2024 right to Netflix. It was going to be in release to theaters. They might do a limited release. Universal, are they going to do Justice Meets the uh, Fast Universe? They might, Queen! We might get the superheroes. I mean, Fast Universe are superheroes. <laughs> it's all about family. But, but you know, when it comes down to Eddie Murphy, though, I'm excited about him having this comeback right now. When he did that, he did, uh, what was that Netflix movie he did where it was him and Wesley Snipes? That was uh, Dynamite or... Uh, oh, uh, uh, the return yeah. of uh, Dynamite. Yeah, now that was funny. That was, that that was, was hilarious. Movie. I like that and a lot. That was original. Leave Axel Foley alone. No more Beverly Hills Cops. No. Come on, Warren. No. You don't want to see this? You don't want to see no. this? No. It was, dude, let me tell you something. It's been a, it's been a movie... It's been a TV show that got canceled. Then yep. they went back to being another a movie. Now they want to move forward with this movie. Leave it alone. Enough. Give me originality. Give me something else. Eddie Murphy has so many more movies. He has Metro. You got Metro where he's in there. You got Mr. Church. You got all so many different Mr. movies. Great. Why, why keep messing with a franchise? This is a cash grab. They do not understand where Axel could be. How did Axel have a daughter when he didn't even have anybody he was hooking up with. The third one sucks. <laughs> he even said the third ago. one sucks. Come on. How, how are you focusing on that, how, that level of character detail? Well, well they have to like, know really? where the character's coming from, Mike. It's like the first one was <laughs> was awesome. Tony Scott hit it out the park with the second <laughs> one with that, <laughs> with, that, with that second open. But the third one blowed, and the fourth one blowed, and then, and you know, they didn't even <laughs> made it, I'm going to say it blowed. Did you like Norbit? This is number five? <laughs> No, I hated Norbit. Norbit. <laughs> no, Norbit. Oh, what, what about Meet Dave? About Norbit. You're, you're a big But Meet I did Dave, like a thousand though, words. Fan, right? Meet I like Dave, a thousand right? words. 
<laughs> Thousand Words was good. Our friend yeah. Goldie, friend of the show. Goldie had a part in there. Goldie worked on that. Goldie, I don't know if everybody knows Goldie. He's been on the show multiple times, but he actually worked with Eddie Murphy on multiple movies for years. He was like one of his camera guys for years. And uh, he said Eddie Murphy's awesome. So I've heard weird things about him too. I guess he's a germaphobe. And so people have problems with him that weird. way too. That's normal. It's not That's weird. A normal it's fine. You know? Yeah, but, uh, but, but, but this is my thing. I've been a fan of Eddie's since SNL. And I'm going to tell you right now, I watch him in anything. Buckwheat was but awesome. I know the one thing I do know of him, no matter what he stars in, he wants his absolute best. He wants you That's to be his absolute best. So I think if Axel is going to reemerge, he, they got to make up for that three. They got to make up for him. They got to make up for the TV show that was lost because Brandon T. Jackson was going to play, I think, a young Axel or his son or something. Yeah, they had the and, son aspect. That's what's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. The son aspect. Now his is his daughter. I'm like, wait a minute. Now he's a, a deadbeat dad with two kids. Did he not really? see Mrs. Doubtfire? This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> Maybe he'll like, be in a Mrs. Doubtfire outfit in this movie. Ty's if not, he's in a Mrs. Doubtfire in this movie, that would be the most chocolatey Robin Williams I've ever seen in my life. But 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 <laughs> I just Ooh, think well, it's something he would do. It's something I can see him Eddie, doing. Something he would do. It. But Eddie Murphy is is a perfectionist, and he wants you to enjoy yourself, have a good time. He doesn't want it overt. If he feel if he's doing this, it means he finds something in it. With 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 uh, uh, coming to America two was like Star Wars. Everybody was like, "Ooh, they're making this. Ooh, it's so cool." You didn't concentrate on these characters. You didn't concentrate on the. Best the best of them but it's like it looks great my uh one of one of the colleagues from chicago uh jody williams he was the cinematographer of it was his first big movie and it's just like that it just it just gave me glamour i love ruth carter's uh the the outfits costumes production design art direction everything was great the performances lacked because you concentrated too much on the coolness of it you have to give us what we love which is those characters yeah and that's what he that's what he's trying to do as a character that people love though warren he, and before he wasn't working out and this is like the idea is like throw me in there it's let me Axel. do it right uh, uh he's 60 something years old he ain't gonna be jumping around no damn trucks like he did with the first two come on he come might, on like, mike do you feel that strongly as warren about this do you think that he should just let <laughs> axel fully leave it at three and the TV show didn't work out, so just leave it there, let it lie. Or do you think this is a good idea for his career to move forward with a new Beverly Hills Cop 4? Uh, let's get this straight, Brian. Eddie Murphy's career is going to move forward uh, whether or not any of us go see his latest project. Like, he's going to, like, he he's a guy, he's a massive enough giant that he can take some big swings and he can whiff he can whiff once twice three times in a row he's a massive enough legend that we're still going to show up to the to the next time um beverly hills cop uh, brief anecdote i'll keep this to 20 seconds when i was 15 years old i got a bass guitar from my brother I spent this shit. I spent weeks I spent weeks <laughs> writing writing a awesome bass riff. I brought it over to my friend's house. It wasn't you Brian, it was another friend, but I played that riff. I was like, this is this is a rad riff. Check this out. And it was this riff. It was me. Boom. 
It was me. And he said, you said, you said, Mike, I think that riff already exists. I think it's the riff from Beverly Hills Cop. And I, I love said, it. That was me. It, you that was me. Why remember you, how excited you were? It? it was me. It was me. I, I remember I how excited it. you were. You were super excited. It. It, was I good. Well, it, was good, it was a good riff. It was a good it's, riff. It's, it's, well, yeah, because it's, it's, it, think about why it's a good riff. Because people love it on Beverly Hills. Yeah, I know. But, but you start playing. I'm like, I, I thought you were fucking with me. I'm like, he's fucking with me. And then I'm like, Mike, are you, you know what that's from, right? And because yeah. I realized you didn't because you were so excited and you were very pleased and, mm-hmm. and proud of yourself that you made this riff. Of course I was proud of myself. It's a great riff. And See, now, when you look, when you mentioned the cast of Beverly Hills Cop, where's Bogomil? Where's Bogomil's daughter? Good question. Like, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. You're not bringing the characters that we loved in that. If it's corruption at, at the Beverly Hills Police Department, yeah, Bogomil has to have retired. And then you hire GR. GR is going to be the mean new, new <laughs> lieutenant in charge. Get GR in there. And then you find out later it's Bogomil's cousin. And then, and then next thing you know, it's called Beverly Hills crap because I'm <laughs> telling you, it's not going to work. <laughs> and here he is. Here's an actual still from the movie of him back in, in action, you know, as uh, Axel. Oh, come Fleming's on, movie. guys. No, no. Back in it. No. I'm not so mean, Lute- mean lieutenant with GR Waters. I watched that. I, I like that. Hey, Mike, do you think he'll be doing this again? Will this be him in in uh, in the new one at all? You think he'll be doing stuff oh, like this, on. jumping in? Oh, that's the original. Dude, I, I don't know. I don't know. The the movie that we were talking about before is uh, what D- Dolomite is my name. Is, Dolomite, yeah. that's a Dolomite. Yes, is Rudy Ray Moore uh, biopic about you know the very early so origins of of rap music, which was great. Now that was, was funny. Great. That was, was funny. Great. That was a good movie. It was funny and it was great biopic and and honestly historical documentary like i loved yes. everything everything about that series uh is he going to be doing shit like that brian in this new series probably, probably he's a perpetual you think perpetually he young dude like he he looks great like i, I bet he can jump into a moving truck i think that's within the realm of plausibility i want to see like how old is eddie murphy right now does anybody he's know gotta be, he's got to be close to my age he's 62 66 62 apparently or 62 okay he's 62 okay, i just looked it up think he can do that at 62 i think he's in good shape you've probably seen the originals do you think that he could be the same action star he was back then no. his last one was last no. one was 94. No. 94 is a long time ago right yeah i mean <laughs> 62 year old man trying to do that shit would be breaking bones. <laughs> These are gonna be real. Come on. I think you're underestimating him, Gr. <laughs> Dude, I've done some of that shit in real life, and if I did it at my age, I'd be I'd have broken bones, and so would Can you. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> But Gr, do you do you, would you watch this? Is this something that you would go check out though? I mean, it'd be Netflix it, at home. Would it, you watch this? It depends. It's going to be quality to me. It's, you know, is it a good script and do they interpret it right? But hell, a 60 something year old man or woman wouldn't be doing that shit he did back then. Physically, it's not possible. Are you I mean, saying yeah, the cast you can get is a good back? stunt guy to do it, but it's not him doing it. We can always do that. Are you excited that the cast is coming back, though, GR? 
Uh, it'll be it'll be good for a laugh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> for a laugh. Well, you're like, yeah. guys are gonna be or uh, make me look young. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at look, look, Warren's not about this at right all. There is probably in his eighties by now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, people get old. That's what happens, Gr. But I'm, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a person. LA, Brian doesn't happen. Do not believe nope. it. No, as I think it was Richard Tracy said earlier the night, he said, his, I think I think it was Richard Tracy, his favorite Robin Williams movie was Hook, which is one of my favorite movies, too. I love fucking Hook so good. And that movie and gets wh- a lot of shit. I hear about it, a lot of shit about Hook. It shouldn't get maybe, shit. maybe it's just nostalgia. I don't Bring know. me Peter Pan. So fucking good. I don't know. Hook's Honestly, great. I think it's, it's a great, great movie. And I think that they it just got a lot of shit because when it came out, maybe it, it, was, it wasn't a box office success, but it did great after the fact. And a lot of movies like that, you think they're going to be great and they don't. And then later on, they surprise you. And this might be one of those things, too. It might surprise you. He was never an action star. He is a movie star. I'm going to see anything that Eddie Murphy does. Right, Ty? Honestly, I'm going to watch this, too, Ty. I'm going to check it out. I think it's going to be good. I, there might be. We might be messing with Legacy. But I think it could be awesome. No, no, he's be. still in his prime. Is the thing I think he can jump onto a truck. Like, even if even if Gr thinks that's fantastical, which may well be the case, I I don't I don't think he's entered legacy. I think he's still at the very edge of like of prime. He's pushing prime to its like to its very limit. <laughs> prime, prime. Anyways, I'm excited about it. This is happening. Whether you want it or not, it's happening. Netflix has been shooting this project. Of course, they're getting stills. The trailer will be coming out before you know it. It's happening. Hook was uh, Fabo. Give him a chance. Yeah, Hook was great, Ty. But yeah, but this is happening. Beverly Hills Cop 4, get ready for it. Just like also, and I heard this, and I was like, what today? We're getting a new Karate Kid movie. Now, of course, we had Cobra Kai. That's happening oh, still. We're not doing the last Here season. We but we are getting <laughs> a Karate Kid movie with not just, not just Ralph Macchio, but also Jackie Chan. And that leads me to our featured story of the night. Everybody, you heard it. I said it. It's happening. Karate Kid is coming back one more time to the big screen. Now, of course, if you've been watching Cobra Kai, we've done like what's five or six seasons. I think six seasons coming out. A lot of that. Jesus I love Christ. Cobra Kai. I love Cobra Kai though, Mike. It's Cobra it's a Kai lot is of fun. amazing. It's fucking great. And 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 Macho is fucking awesome. That Ralph Macho is awesome in that. And I mean, the whole the whole cast is great. Blue Beetle himself too is awesome in there. Everybody, the cast is amazing. Now that now that Jaden Smith one with uh Jackie Chan didn't do that well. It didn't. I'm just I'm putting that out there. It didn't do that well. But you know what? He's coming back as Mr. Han. You got Ralph Macho coming back. Again, playing his character, Daniel's son. But to me, it's like a crossover fucking crazy conundrum. I mean, how are these two worlds going to collide? But it's going. Daniel Russo meets Jackie Chan. Yes, Queen. It is happening. They just announced it today. They're doing a global search for the main protagonist for the film, too. They want somebody new, some new fresh talent to come in to play the new Karate Kid for this new movie. They're not saying if it's tied to Cobra Kai yet. They're not, but it is living in the Daniel Caruso world. It is in the original franchise's universe and somehow 
again, Mr. Han from the 2010 movie, Jackie Chan playing the same character, and Machio is playing the same character. And release date, December 13th, 2024. This is coming out. This movie is moving forward, but directed by the end of the fucking world's Jonathan S. Whistle is doing this. Rob Liebers providing the script, and Karen Rosenfeld is producing the film. So this is moving forward again. Again, I can't believe it. Sony Pictures is making this. But I had a little announcement. I want to play it right now. Here's a little video announcement. It's very quick of, of Ralph Macchio and Jackie Chan. Oh, nice. Releasing. I'm looking forward to this. Hi, everyone. We've got big news. We're starring in a new Karate Kid movie together. That's big news. But we even have bigger news. Bigger than that? We're looking for <laughs> next Karate Kid. Oh That's God, right. The global search TV. for the star of our new film starts Good. right now. Oh, so let's on. wax on, wax off, everybody. You mean? Check yep. it on, check it off, hang it up. Maybe the new Karate Kid will have to do it all. I'm this excited. Are you excited? I'm very, very excited. Let's do it. Very Learn sad. more about this new role. Good casting, everybody. If you are a martial arts expert, you know, in the range of 18 years old, maybe sign up, maybe be a karate kid, maybe they'll be waxing on off of these two prime players. Good? Do you have to be good or just good at like waxing, waxing off? That's a good question. Mike, because yeah, there's this. a lot of there's would a lot you, of 18 year olds great at waxing off. Let me tell you it's something. True. I would rather wax off than to watch this. Absolutely not. Please okay. bring back. All we want is one number. Give me some more seasons of Cobra Kai. That's all you need to do with Karate Kid. We're getting one last one. That's it. That's it. One last one. I'm going to start with GR, actually, on this. So, GR, you see this. Do you think this is a good idea to mesh in two franchises into one? No. Is it even making sense after we already had Cobra Kai? Like, what's the point of this? I don't see any point. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, like <laughs> I feel like Sabrina tonight. Originality, please. <laughs> I don't want to rehash something I saw as a you know, when my kids were little. <laughs> but GR, could you imagine this being a hit, though, at all? No, I don't see it that way. I mean, it might be just because people are stupid sometimes when it comes to entertainment. <laughs> They'll watch GR, almost anything. Were you but a fan of any of the Karate Kids before? The original was was well done. But did you since then? Eh. Did you see the uh, the spinoff with uh, with uh, Smith at all or no? And Jackie oh, Chan? Yeah. Are you talking about Cobra Kai? No, the, the, the spinoff with Jackie Chan and uh, Jaden Smith. Did you see that one? Nope, didn't want to. You didn't miss anything, trust me. <laughs> um, but. That's what they're doing, though, GR. They're trying to take that franchise, which, bomb, it didn't do well at all. They're trying to reboot it. And then what happened after that? They had the best idea by actually diving into the like the original cast, being older, and, you know, and, and actually bringing back Cobra Kai, which was a great idea. That show is so good. It's, again, there's times where it sucks, but I love it all. I love it, though. I still love it. I can't no, stop uh, watching. Excuse me. Cobra Kai never sucks. You behave yourself there, before you get karate chopped more. across the face. Cobra Kai there, is everything. And let me tell you something. That one with with with, with Jaden Smith in it, it did over five hundred million worldwide. It was a hit. It was number wow. one. So let me tell you something. <laughs> that was a great movie. Leave it alone. Do so not Warren, mash any worlds together. You don't need to do that. Leave it alone. It's a hit though, Warren. Don't you want to see if that hits together? Don't you want to I see don't, that? You Warren? know what it can hit? Hit my bank account with the cash grab. Give me that shit. I need another <laughs> stimulus anyway. Come on. The Karate Kid, leave it be. Cobra Kai is the best thing that ever happened to it. There's nothing you should do after Cobra Kai. Nothing. 
There's nothing going to work. You saw that with Karate Kid 3. You saw it with the next Karate Kid. No. Then when they did this thing with Jaden, I thought it was a fresh a fresh look at it. Cobra Kai just makes everything look crazy because Cobra Kai is everything. Give me more yeah. of that. Well, forget the rest of this shit. Don't match my world. Match my world with Cobra Kai. That's all I want. Cobra Kai or die. That's it. <laughs> Ooh, isn't that weird how an idea like worked? Is it crazy an idea like that worked though, Warren? Like, because they tried the movie, and the movie, you're right, it didn't make money. But overall, still, people were giving it a lot of hate. There was a lot of hate online because it's not the original, and people want to see. They wanted to see Machio back. They wanted to see him back. And then once they did, and they brought it back as Cobra Kai, and, and Machio doesn't. He's not even like the star of, of, of Cobra Kai. He's not. He, he's, but but I love the I love the angle that Cobra Kai goes in because it's coming from their antagonist perspective. And to see that in its glory, you watch Cobra Kai, it almost makes it look like Daniel LaRusso is the villain because 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 we're on we get to see what this guy was when he was a bully in high school. Now we see where he's at. He's definitely made Coors Banquet beer, the the, the official beer (laughs) of Cobra Kai. Johnny Johnny rocked it. But but you but you feel for him as a dad. You feel for him as a person trying to be a second chancer, doing his thing. And then he comes upon this opportunity to meet. And I love through the whole series they bring back all the original actors in their age, and it is absolutely that is, that is cool. wonderful. It's, it's cool that they did that. That's that's not. It's wonderful. You watch it, be like, oh shit. Movie. I remember there in this. Oh, I remember them in that. And you have to have watched all of the Karate Kids to get the people who are in the movies. And if you're a fan yeah. of the movies, you're going to love Cobra Kai. Cobra yeah. Kai is everything. Don't mesh any fucking words. See, this is what I'm saying. Everything you said tonight on my first show, Brian, has been these damn uh, people want to take a chance instead of a risk. A risk is original idea. A chance is a fucking reboot. Every time I turn around, they want a fucking Spider-Man meets Batman uh, underwater with Aquaman or or they're having a threesome, or, or or the first gay character uh, on 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 any any superhero anything. It's like, look, go back to originality, go back to the story, the heart of things, so people can understand what story is. If they keep getting crap, they're gonna pay for crap, and if they keep paying for crap, that's what our industry is gonna be. You're damn right. Yeah. It's true, right, Peppy? It, you're right, Warren, though. That's what's gonna be. And and honestly, with Cobra Kai. It is a reboot in a way, but it is original. It's so original. You take it from the Cobra Kai aspect. You take it from Johnny's perspective, and he becomes a hero. With this, will Johnny be in this? Will Cobra Kai be attached to this at all? We have no idea. Mike, have you seen Cobra Kai, and do you think this is a good idea to take these two movie franchises, combine these some bitches, square, you know, square root this, and make it into a movie? What do you think about this? Uh, thank you. That was a beautiful little rock reference. The rock <laughs> reference there. I uh, didn't sneak past me, Brian. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like I, before last night, I would have said uh, that uh, Jackie Chan and Larusso. What's his first name? Uh, uh, Daniel. Daniel. Oh, Daniel. 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 And then Johnny. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel from the series, like them coming together to reach out to America for the next Karate Kid was some cheesy shit. But then, last night, I happened to be lucky enough to stumble upon 
Guy's Grocery Games. That's right. Guy Fieri from the Food Network, who was what? He he was the very first Food Network star in his, his show. Like, he was selected by America, basically, right? These are votes to be the the new the new Food Network star. And his show, his 33rd season of the show is incredible. It's such a, it's such a like well-oiled machine. And I know this seems a little bit, it seems a little bit uh, tangential to what we're talking about. But the point is that, uh, I, I don't know, there's a lot of talent out there in America. It, it, it exists. So maybe if you just get on your knees and beg with, uh, Jackie Chan and uh, and the Karate Kid. Maybe you're gonna find some people that are excellent at what they do, because there's there's the Guy Fieri's of karate. They're out there. Don't be jealous of my moves. No, I I, I agree. I think I think what's gonna happen is we're gonna get some more Cobra Kai to you die. I think. The people are going to show you what works and what don't. We're guessing an audience. And when that audience says enough of Karate Kid, then they won't make anymore. Enough of this yeah. trash, we won't make anymore. Let's get some originality. When they see that originality and those, those wanna, budgets unless go Unless they want to stuff it down your throat. That's also what uh, happens. Well, 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 you, know what? you know what? Shove, shove originality down my throat. At least I never had it before. You know what I mean? Don't shove something. <laughs> Very good. Don't, shove, Very don't good. shove nothing that's going to constantly be the same thing because it's like, oh, yeah, you're shoving this down my throat. That's great. Could you move to the left? <laughs> Nobody wants that. We want to be, we want to be entertained. I'm just shocked they're taking these these two IPs and putting them together in this way. It's the, it's the same IP, but they're making this huge, massive IP penis into a whole new conglomerate that it wasn't before. And for me, I'm just like, I, I was shocked. It's I mean, why do you put these? I, it might it might do really well if, if, if it plays off it if it does gr here's what i want to say if it plays off of season six of cobra kai which is supposed to be the end and then it branches in and it brings in jackie chan's character it might lead to a couple movies and especially this would be this is again it's also they're, they're asking people out there to submit they want a no-name person to be the next karate kid but that could be something alluring to people it could be it could be you 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 see you see that poster in the background of my head that's my movie fight to the finish original right. let's have an original story you can put all the karate-ness in it you can put all the stuff you want give us an original story you have those characters just like in cobra kai they gave us all of the original characters with it with an original story to support them give us that don't say hey this is a great idea let's match that together and go do it because you got to understand people want to be entertained but they it's but crazy. if it's a character that they are are bonding with have known for a very long time they want to see them in a new situation that causes us to feel for them like oh shit what's going to happen to axel foley in this it will he get shot you know bogomil almost didn't make it this time is bogomil dead this time you know what forces eddie murphy to come back for the corruption of beverly hills cop for duh originality uh you should have let me do it uh, uh, karate kid. Okay, we get it. We understand you do karate. You're a kid. Who cares? But give me Cobra Kai. You, you should. You should have been the one to pitch kid. that in the room. Man. No, like, okay, Cobra Kai. It's, it's, a, kid. it's a kid. He's doing karate. He's doing karate. So what? Uh, but when when I watch Cobra Kai, 
I, I see the karate kid in such a different perspective because it's like this guy is teaching karate, but he has a successful dealership, but he's dealing with his past. And then you got you got Johnny in there doing his things, trying to get second chances, not be a deadbeat dad with his son. And he's doing it. So it's yeah. just like, that's what I want it's to see. It's a good family story. It's a good family story. It's a story great movie. And, I remember and, and, season five came out on New Year's Eve. You know what I was doing on New Year's Eve? I had a champagne and watched the fucking full season of fucking Cobra Kai. That's the best, okay, yeah. one of the best New Year's Eves ever. It sounds Average. like a good time. It and really Jackie Chan like is awesome. Time. I love Jackie Chan playing Splinter in the New Turtles. I think he's a phenomenal actor. I mean, again, his stuff no in the past. just. No, but he's a fucking great actor, and I he's think good. when I when I heard this, I'm like, this makes sense because he doesn't have his his master anymore. So maybe this is a way for Daniel's son to have a new master, maybe with a new kid, and they treat Dude, him they need I, to, I, I you bet. know what? You need to watch Jackie Chan in this movie called The Foreigner. He's amazing. I love Jackie Chan. I, I'll check it out. The Foreigner. Check it out. He is at his most dramatic. They kill he's his daughter, him. and he is on them, dude. It's amazing. And you you show some fight, but this is the movie I think Jackie Chan always wanted to do to show his range as an actor, not just somebody who's fighting. Uh, Jed Li has that, too, because he has some dramatic stuff uh, in China that he does that he wants people to be like, yes, I know the fighting made me, but let me tell you something about this acting thing. Yeah. And when you see these films, trust me, you're going to love these guys. But but the, believe that they need to just hire all of us, all four of us. We'll get together in a row. Cruise control. We'll, 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 we already right got now. we already got some Axel Foley jokes. I already said Bogomil passed <laughs> away because of the corruption at the at, at the at the thing, which brings Eddie back to team up with with uh, with Taggart and Rosewood. Go back to Beverly Hills Cop. They go in there, shake it up, and then at the end of it, how's this? Oh Lord! Hello. Oh, what happened? Uh oh, uh oh. For a second. But you're right, Warren. You're right. Switch it up. Give us a chance. You know, do something original. And Karate Kid, I think, regardless, I think this is cool to mesh in these franchises. I think it's gonna be good. And overall, it's a good idea. They Cobra Kai did well. Put them together. Give these two a chance. Bring it to the big screen, and they'll probably make a bunch of them. And it hopefully will tie into Cobra Kai. That's all I'm saying. Because Cobra Kai. Or die. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for being on our cruise control tonight. Appreciate you as always. I don't know if Warren will come back, but I appreciate you, Queen. I know you're here still, Queen. Richard Tracy, everybody in the chat, thank you so much for being here. Mike Casey, thank you for being my co-host tonight. I appreciate you as always. Thank you for being here. Happy fucking Wednesday. Hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Thank you again for being here. I, I tried. Sorry if I wasn't fast enough on the chat. I was kind of trying to work on that. I do have one plug tonight, this evening, Brian, that I that I meant to get to earlier, but I didn't have a chance. Uh, GR has a Powered by Bacon t-shirt on this evening. If he would be as gracious as to demonstrate that for us, I thought that that was a heroic effort. Thank you. Can, can you switch it, Brian? Hold on, hold on. Let's switch him back. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on, hold on, GR. Here we go. Here we go. Powered by bacon. Oh yeah, I love I, lo I love this. I love to see it. I love to see it. Gr. <laughs> well, everything's uh, better with pork, you know. It's 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 true. It, it tastes good. It tastes good. And nothing's nothing's better to be thankful for than pork, salty bacon. pork. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank thanks for joining us. It's great to see all you guys in the chat, and it's great to see you, Brian and Gr and uh, and Warren. Even, even though you've got better tonight. things to do, apparently. <laughs>
Warren's out. Warren's like, I'm out. That's it. That's my time. I'm out. GR, thank you so much for being here on Cruise Control. Appreciate yeah, it as always. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, I had fun well, having you back, bit, man. Maybe a little bit too much testosterone. That's why Sabrina went up north. <laughs> There's a lot of testosterone tonight. Uh, I mean, I wish Peppy could bring something different, but Peppy still has the testosterone. Peppy, why, why is there no estrogen today, Peppy? Not today, player. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I can't speak. For, I can't speak for Warren, I but I know that that's the first turkey day tomorrow. That's the first time Brian and I have either been accused of having too much testosterone. That hasn't well, I was trying before. to be nice, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you're very kind. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, but we lost Warren. I'm going to thank Mr. Warren Shepard for coming on here tonight. Warren's a great guy. Uh, yep, he has a lot to you. say, too. He's he's hilarious. I laugh all the time when I talk to Warren. So it was good to have him here on Cruise Control. I think I don't know if he's I think he's gone. I think we lost him. Something happened. Weird how that goes. But everybody out there, thank you so much. I hope you have a lovely Thanksgiving, Queen. I know you're probably still there because you are uh, one of the friends of the show. Uh, Ryan's there. Ryan, where have you been, man? Where the fuck you been? I haven't seen Ryan all night. Thankful That's all I'm for you, bro- Ryan. I'm thankful. So thankful, Ryan. Ryan and Queen, thank you for being here in Cruise Control. Everybody out there, please like and subscribe. Oh, Richard's there. Richard, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy you've been here, man. Appreciate your input. Appreciate you being here. And uh, and thank you so much. And thank you, Queen. Uh, fun show today. Thank you, Queen. It was good. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Appreciate you. But you guys spread the word. We're at, like, was it 700, almost 750 subscribers now. Hopefully, by the end of the year, the goal is to reach 1,000, get monetized by the end of the year. Hopefully, we it happens. We're, we, we can, can do, do it. it. I, I believe. We've, we've went up, like, 30 subscribers in the past, like, three or four days. So, hopefully, it just keeps growing. That's because of you, our great fans and friends out there that spread the word. You got to keep peppy. telling people because as it peppy. grows, we keep coming back. It's probably Peppy. It's probably fucking Peppy, right? Pe- <laughs> peppy loves Peppy loves it, right, Peppy? Peppy's the person that brings in oh, all the bitches, oh, don't you, shit. Peppy? <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Peppy's, Peppy's the man. Peppy, you got anything to say before we take off here? Because I know you you can't talk enough. So uh, anyone tell everybody before we take don't off or no? jealous of my moves. Oh, nice. Nice, Peps. <laughs> we appreciate you, Peppy, being here. We appreciate you all being here. As always, it's great. Um, I've, I've actually been drinking the whole program, so Brian's a little messed up right now, but it's okay. It's Friday. No, it's, it. It's Friday. it feels like Friday. It's Wednesday, but it feels like Friday. That's just what how it goes sometimes on cruise control here. But anyways, everybody. Tell your friends. And as always, please like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can. And as always... Tell your friends, your family, your uncles, your aunts, your grandmas, your grandpas, your grandpas, your grandpas, and all the kids that came from their vaginas and their penises that came out of their world and they grew a womb and they came out there and they subscribed, but then you haven't subscribed yet? What the fuck is happening right now? Tell the mailman, the postman, the fucking gardener, all the people that scrub scrub your fucking dishes in your windows and your fucking blue balls all day. Tell them to subscribe to Cruise Control. The fishes, the the bears, the cats, the chillas, the chillas, they keep coming back all the time. They're the fucking assholes. They bring them back all the time. Tell everyone creature out there every magical fairyland creature out there subscribe to cruise control everybody in the whole world all those turkeys that are gobbling up bitches tell them to subscribe to cruise control because they shouldn't fucking subscribe bitches <laughs> and as always everybody until we might not be back friday i'm debating right now we might be here friday yeah. i mean there's only one person here. i was gonna off. do like a poll i was gonna do a poll but the poll did not happen because it's too late and <laughs> we might be here friday we might not i might take the day off i might be here who knows Anyways, thank you so much as always. Have a great Thanksgiving. And until next time, see ya.